Peter's just like, so did you guys have any pets as a kid? And uh, Gamora's like, I had an eyeball in a jar. It always looked like it wanted to blink, but it, ne- it didn't have eyelids, so it just couldn't. And then Peter's just like, okay, moving on. Drax, did you have any pets? And Drax is like, but I'm, I kind of want to talk about the eyeball. What's up, everyone? Welcome into Lighthearted Gamers, episode 63. Hopefully, you're having an incredible day, whatever day you are listening or perhaps watching this podcast. Go to the YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash sparky3. Make sure you give us a like on the video, subscribe to the channel, be a friend, tell a friend that you're watching or listening. We greatly appreciate that. So, a little bit different for today's episode today because there's no Zach. You know, he's basically my rock here on this show. Uh, he's really tied up with some work stuff, but it's okay. The show must go on. I do have John here in studio sitting in his spot. John, how are you feeling today? I appreciate you for coming in last minute for me. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good uh, i guess i'm just taking over his position for now yes for now uh you know if you do really well it could be permanent fuck fuck zach right yeah. <laughs> just throw him under yeah, the box fuck, fuck that guy <laughs> yeah no one wants to fucking talk to him uh today will be a good episode though it really will i, I am kind of glad you know originally john wasn't planning to be on the show we hadn't talked about anything but i am kind of glad that he's going to be here because we did get the halo infinite campaign reveal like a, a new trailer this is the first time we've seen this thing since last year you know and last year obviously looked kind of rough you know so it was nice to see it again looking forward to talking to him about that as a longtime halo fan uh, i will be talking about guardians of the galaxy i i finally got the damn game on friday you know, you know came out tuesday uh you know if it wasn't for the fact that that cosmic edition was 80 bucks i probably would have just bought it digitally so i could have played it tuesday but i mean 80 bucks for a special edition that's that's a good price. Let's be real. It is. Yeah. You know, it's got a nice steel book. I love the cardboard box that it comes in. The art book is cool. I definitely think it was worth 80 So I dumped probably about like maybe almost eight hours in it last night. I mean, I, I got on this and I did not get off. It was a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward Wait, to talking. Was there any other additional reason why you didn't get it or was it just? It was just delayed. Oh, you, oh, you got the, the physical delay again. Yeah. I had the same thing. Remember when I tri- when uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield came out? Mine yep. took like two extra You're, days to come Yes. In. Yeah, because I let you borrow my sword. Because I bought them. That's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's, I have not bought a physical edition day one since. Wait, hang on. Where did you buy that from? I don't remember. I, I ordered it online. It was... Okay. It was, was it Target? It was either Amazon or Target. Okay, because Guardians for me came from Target. And I also pre-ordered the uh, Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl Double Pack from Target. So I'm kind of worried about that one now, this upcoming month. Yeah, it, the last, like I said, that's the last time I've done it because it, that was one of the few times I've, I went, you know what, let's get the physical version. I don't do that anymore. I buy everything digital. And so far, it has burned me. Oh. I'm not going back. See, that does worry me, you know, because the, okay, look, the main reason I bought from Target over someone else, because I do have a red card, so that gives me a discount, so yeah, it's just, you know, saving a little bit of cash. Uh, so that's literally, really the only reason is because I had a red card, and plus I was able to just get the double pack, and that's also why I wanted to go ahead and buy that physically, is because, you know, it'll just match with my Sword and Shield double pack, you know, same sort of box and everything, yeah, so it's, the, just, it's just me being weird about it. Yeah, you like, you, for some reason, you still like game cases. I do, man, I, I love them, I, I, especially a Steelbook. No, nah, they're, they're their clutter in my mind i don't even know where mine are <laughs> damn man look i'm all about a great game case okay just look whenever we're done casting i'll show you the cosmic deluxe edition because it does look really clean steel books are nice i do appreciate a good steel book i've got a couple of those on my shelf right but other than that I, i'm unless i'm 
actively playing the game and need the case there for when I'm swapping in and out. On the few that I have, I don't, I don't want them. Now, I will say, uh, for my Switch games, I do have a separate case for all the games. So the cases are literally just clutter and decorative to show how many games I have because they're not in there. So I will say that. Because if you try to like show off every Switch games, I mean, you can have a case like fucking this this tall yep. and store 50 <laughs> games in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. True. Uh, we're also going to be talking about, uh, some new world today. John, of course, has already given his thoughts here on the show. Uh, I have actually jumped into it, which even shocks me. Uh, I, let's be, I, I'm sure John can agree. Probably shocks him that even I got into it. I, mean, I could talk anybody into it. Uh, you basically, you basically did. Yes. Uh, Zach initially jumped into it before me and then Dude, I was he, the last one here. He's been that like that first week I put into it. That's he's been putting those kind of hours into it. Yeah. A lot more than me. Yeah. I, he, I will say I have been enjoying it though. Yeah. He's uh, I think he's close to or matched my one week time of roughly like 40 hours or so. Right. And uh, I'll also be talking about Greedent, which did come out in Pokemon. Uh, you haven't played it yet, right? No, I haven't. I haven't been on Unite in the past, I think, two, two and a half weeks. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Well, first and foremost, if you could, go follow us on Twitter, at LA Chambers Podcast. We'd appreciate that. And check out other shows like Anime and Plus, uh, Terrible Football Show, talking about movies and stuff. And lastly, if you want to support us further, the Patreon's a great way to do so. Do not feel obligated, though. Just be a friend. Tell a friend. Shout out to Andy, our Tier 1 patron. And also, uh, just a friendly heads up with this episode, uh, the first episode being released in November. We are coming up very quickly on our Black Friday special where we're going to be breaking down all of the best deals for games across black friday of course black friday is a wonderful time of year if you're a gamer if you got a lot on your backlog that you mean to buy but you just been waiting for a great deal black friday is probably gonna hook up because i know i sure as shit have a ton there is a ton of games that i've held out on buying recently because it's like eh, you know i don't i'm not dying to play this at this very second let's wait for black friday one that uh has fallen under that category unfortunately is biomutant that is one that is on my radar to see if it's going to be on. I have a feeling it will be on sale for Black Friday. It'll probably hit a pretty pretty decent yeah. sale on Friday. I, I, Friday. I agree. That is one. Uh, I don't know if this one will go on sale. I've seen it go on sale recently, but uh, I do I do have that fairy tale game on my radar. See if that's going to pop on sale. I'm going to pick that up if it does. I'm still surprised you never picked that up. I am too, honestly. I honestly forgot it was a game for the longest time. You're the one who got me on it. I know. <laughs> I know. So, uh, yeah, Black Friday, man, uh, as, as much as it is just a giant corporate, you know, deal, it, it is a good time to get some games. And it's always funny to see the sales because every year, every year, there's always like one or two games that every retailer is fighting over for the best price because everyone releases their ads at separate times. And last year, I think it was just a Call of Duty game, I think is what it was, where it's just like at GameStop, it was like this price. And then and then Walmart came out, it was $1 cheaper. And then Best Buy came out, and it was $2 cheaper. And it's just dumb shit like that. It's always funny to check out. Plus, it's a good time to get some extra memory, which I like to do. That's a great time to hit some extra memory up if you need it for anything. So keep a lookout for the Lighthearted Gamers uh, Black Friday special. I don't remember what episode number that is, but I'll, I'll plug it sooner or later. Um, all right, so before we really jump into stuff, um, John, anything on your mind, gaming, you know, whether it's game-related or not game-related, you want to shout out? I mean, shout out to three years of Red Dead Redemption 2. That's pretty dope. And five years of Xenoverse 2. John, you're a big Xenoverse fan like me. Are we ever going to get three? That depends on if, if the people that are playing Xenoverse 2 ever stop buying all of the additional <laughs> DLCs that come out. That's true. <laughs> They've learned that they can just release them and 
the people, the community of that game is just begging for more. Right, right. Xenoverse 2 is one of my favorite games that I, I've played. I'll be honest. It is one of my favorite games. I think it's, in my opinion, the best Dragon Ball game. I genuinely do believe that. And uh, I, I really want a Xenoverse 3 so bad because, like, there's so much more content they can cover. Rather, if they want to, like, take the story and maybe make it where we jump back to Dragon Ball some, you know, we have more super content to cover. And then not to mention, keep in mind, Xenoverse 1 and 2 came from Dragon Ball Online. That's where, you know, Toa, Mira, and Fu all came from. So, I mean, there's more Dragon Ball Online t- content to cover. I want a 3 so bad. Yeah, if, if a 3 came out, that would immediately jump to the top of my playlist. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, I mean, like, it's also just, like, what what are they going to do for our creative characters? Like, for Saiyans, are we going to be able to go, like, Super Saiyan 4? What more are they going to give us for humans? You know, will they add in, in, you know, an Android race, which was on Dragon Ball Online? You know, will we have, like, split final evolutions, which I think was also on Dragon Ball Online? So, like, I know for Super Saiyan, it'd probably be, like, you could either go, like, God or 4, for example. I do. There's so many possibilities. Yeah, I think, I think if they do... Well, I think eventually one is going to come out. It's eventually one has to because you can only keep releasing the content for a, the same game until eventually you you got to hit the point where you're like, something new is going to come. So I, I expect we will get one. No telling when at this point. But it, it, could, <laughs> it could just be, the for them, the more time they spend letting like super content come out that's just extra stuff they can make for the game when it does eventually come out if it does right (sighs) one day one day man i love xenoverse games so i can hold out hope yeah uh just one one thing uh one note of game that came out i believe it was thursday if i remember correctly 28th uh game i've been waiting a long time to come out finally came out and that's age of empires four mm-hmm. and i just wanted to shout that out i haven't i haven't got to play it yet i downloaded it this morning when, mm-hmm. uh when i got up and i'm very much looking forward to uh to going home and playing that because rts games like age of empires age of mythology mm-hmm. those were the games that i would spend like full days just playing like campaign or just playing versus mode against computers or something when i was when i was younger because it's like I didn't didn't really have internet to play online or anything. So right, we, right. So I just I just play them. And I love those games. And the fact that a, a, a new one has just come out, I'm looking to sink my teeth into that one. When was the when the last one come out? It's been a while. I don't know the exact date. Okay. Uh, see if I can find that. Yeah, let's fact check that. Uh, no, I feel you though, because I mean that's that. <sighs> Man, you know, my first, like, online game that I ever had was Warcraft 3. So, And I I sunk so much time into offline Warcraft 3 and then even the online mode. So, like, I understand how you feel because that's how I felt with the initial announcement of Reforged. And then they just butchered Reforged terribly where it's just like, oh, no. Yeah. Uh, Age of Empires 3, 2005. Oh, yeah. This is a long time coming. (laughs) Jesus Christ. But yeah, I'm I'm excited to it. I I looked at some some reviews of it on Steam, and it seems like it seems like so far the people that have it are are loving it. Okay, that's good. Yeah, that's probably that's gonna be your entire evening. <laughs> that's probably that. It's like when I go home from here, that's probably what I'm gonna do the rest of the day. Okay, all right. Take a break from New World and hop into uh, Age of Empires. I've been I've been having to a little bit, it's, right? But because there's 
There's only so much grind. There's only you can do. so much of of that grind I can do before my brain just starts to turn to mush. Okay, I I mean I feel that since I'm still like very much a novice at MMOs. You know, the, I've dabbled in them very little. So even the little that I've done of New World, like I I will say, I in one setting I have dumped a pretty decent amount of hours the first weekend I I played it. Uh, but you know, even throughout the week, it's just like, all right, what grind do I want to do today? Eh, let's go cut some trees down. Let's go do this. It's like, all right, there's only so much. I, you know, it's like, I, I guess I'll run some quests today. So I'll run all over the fucking map. And it's after doing like 19,000 quests, I'm like, all right, well, let's take a break. Yeah. <laughs> it gets a little rough. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and just jump into the news real quick. And so we can get down to our talking points for the week. Uh, so I'll run through a couple things that came out during, uh, the break week that we had last week. Uh, so the first thing is a new splinter cell is reported reportedly in development uh, let's let's see how ubisoft's gonna fuck this one up potentially <laughs> uh I, I do i do know that splinter cell fans are very excited as well as worried about this uh, because they, they they have had it's long overdue for a game for them for sure uh apparently the cpu and graphics card shortages that we have been dealing with uh could go into 2023 which is concerning for a lot of reasons because that's basically what has fucked us in terms of getting um the xbox series and the playstation 5s is those chip shortages and from all the reports that we've seen involving this new nintendo console that's ultimately why the new nintendo console has continuously been pushed back from what was supposed to be this year that switch oled was supposed to be like a switch pro uh and then also could be pushing it back all the way to 2023 so hopefully that gets squared away so we can get i will say just because i'm still on the hunt for a series x i did see just kind of randomly looking that a series s I've been kind of seeing them in our area recently. I did see that there was some at the West Little Rock um, uh, Best Buy uh, that was available for pickup. So that was something. You know, maybe nature's healing. Yeah, I will say I don't, I don't particularly find myself wanting to buy either a Series X or or a PS Five. Currently, I do eventually want to get one, but I will say it's like I found myself now. Anytime I do go to go to a store, I end up swinging by just on just, the off yeah, chance right. that you see like that one is there that right. you don't know how it got there, but if it's there, you got to get it. Yeah, man. I will say I did have a small debate with myself when I actually bumped into uh, series S in our local Walmart. It was there in front of me and I did debate, but I was at the end of the day, man. Okay. I, Look, I plan to buy both, and I have my reason, and I'll explain it. But I want a Series X first. That's ultimately what I want. Uh, but I do plan to buy both because, you know, with the Xbox Series, in case you did not know this, you can actually turn on developer mode with these consoles. And you can turn it back off, whatever. I mean, you can go back to normal, but it's a pain in the ass. So that's why I wanted both consoles, so I could have one in permanent developer mode and then one as my normal play console. Because with, with turning it in developer mode, I mean, it opens up the door where you can play pretty much anything i mean i you know you can go on youtube and find videos of people playing like gamecube games in 4k and they look awesome like metroid prom looks awesome and so that that is why i want both is so i can do i can do that and not have to continuously revert it back and forth but i i with where i am now getting closer and closer to halo i'm just like damn i kind of wish i bought that xbox <laughs> i mean it's only 300 dollars. that's not bad it's really not uh, anyway, so back to the break week news. Uh, so as we already knew, uh, McCree was getting his name changed in Overwatch due to all uh, the allegations. Of course, Jesse McCree was named after an actual developer named Jesse McCree, which was in these allegations. The name has officially come out as Cole Cassidy. 
Uh, I mean, I wasn't against the name change, honestly. I'm not really feeling Cole Cassidy, but it might grow on me. We'll see. Uh, Blizzard also announced that BlizzCon Online is canceled. Uh, that was coming out, of course, in January. They've, yeah, they've already pushed it back as it is the past couple of years. It's always end of year. Now they've made it the first month of year, but BlizzCon Online is canceled, uh, obviously because of these allegations that they're still dealing with. It just makes sense to cancel it. They said they'll come back later on as they kind of reevaluate what they want to do with the con. It is what it is. I, I, I Blizzard can just go away. They just they just need to go away for a while, deal with their shit, mm-hmm. and then from there we'll see what happens. But yeah, for right now I'm. I mean I'm kind of with you. The Cole Cassidy name doesn't really sit with me. No, it doesn't. Doesn't doesn't seem doesn't really seem fitting. But, right. But I mean, as far as that goes, they just. I, I, like I said, I kind of agree with you. I think they just need to take a step back, quit trying to, quit trying to kind of make, do these like small little things. Right. And then just fully step back and go, we'll see you when we, we've got everything sorted. Right. I, and I agree. I definitely think that's the best way to go. And uh, while, while we're on the topic of Blizzard, I guess I'll go ahead and plug this. It wasn't our news, uh, but uh, a studio that, uh, that, did merge with Activision Blizzard this year, uh, Vicarious Visions. They have been officially absorbed by Blizzard. Uh, the developers at uh, VV they just got the they just got the notification Wednesday, like, oh, by the way, you're no longer Vi- Vicarious Visions. You're just Blizzard now. It caught a lot of people out uh, off left guard, which yeah, that sucks, man. Because I mean, they they've done pretty well at their last few games. Of course, most notably Tony Hawk uh, Remake Pro Skater One and Two. That that was by them. You know, they get uh, brought, they get like purchased and merged with Activision Blizzard. You know, they moved over to help with the Diablo Two Remake. I think they're helping with Diablo Four. I know they helped with Diablo Two Remake. Get making sure that got out the door. Now they're just Blizzard. Period. Point blank. Period. You're just Blizzard now. Like that's gotta suck, dude. That has got to yeah. suck. Imagine that, you John. Like all that time making a name for yourself. Yeah, proving you thirty have, plus years. Proving you, proven that you have something worth, like worth something to one of these companies, and then now, you know, you're you're no longer that. Right. Welcome, welcome to our team. Just imagine that, dude. I'm uh, thirty plus years. Like what you just said, thirty plus years. You sink into this business, and that just happens. That's shit, dude. <laughs> That is shit. Oh, man. Anyway, uh, the last thing that came out during the break week is we did get the official announcement of the GTA Definitive Edition uh, with some weird release. Uh, with some weird releasing, um, it's coming out uh, next month or this month now in November for digital, and the physical is coming out in the beginning of December. Uh, this actually took a little bit of heat online, I, I, mostly because of the graphics, which I feel like it's mostly maybe like newer players, like GTA Four and GTA Five players, because I feel like I, from what I saw. Everyone like like me and you who played these games originally, like we were all perfectly fine with the graphics. Did you did you see this? Did you feel the same way with the graphics, or are you kind of eh about it? Because I think the graphics are fine for what these games are. I mean, they're great games. I mean, I still have the like when I think of these games, I still have the vision of them from when I played them originally. Right, same I here. <laughs> I, nothing has changed in 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 my mind. I'm still like when I think of these games, I'm thinking of what they used to look like because that's that's what my memory of them is. So right. I don't I don't I think it's fine. Yeah, I don't think it's a big deal. I mean, I, I the big thing that I, I saw people complain about was like the character models because they looked like a little too like almost cartoony, polygony, whatever with how they did it. But like you take that out of the equation and you look at everything around like the world, the world looks awesome. 
it looks incredible. And plus, one big one big upside is that they at least enhance the uh, the gameplay because it's going to have GTA Five controls. So I mean, there that that is at least one plus because those controls, while the games are good, the controls were kind of dated. Well, true. But the, I think the other point with some of this remastered talk that keeps coming out, and every, it seems like almost any game that gets remastered, somebody or like there's a community out there complaining about. Well, it doesn't it doesn't look as good as I wanted it to. Well, that's still the difference between a remaster and a remake. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. We're, it's like they're just taking it and making it look a little bit better. They're not remaking it in a like they're not hundred percent remaking the game from ground up. They're just taking it, porting it up and trying to make it look good while they do it. Right. Uh is this something that you're gonna pick up? It kinda depends. It's like they're they're fun games for me, but yeah. but they're not anything that I've like been itching. like itching for. It's mm-hmm. not it's not something that's been on like my radar as far as I can't wait for this to come out. Right. Because uh, I've it's like right now I've got my hands full with with other games I've been trying to play. Right. I'll say for me, I do plan to pick it up, but I don't know how quickly I'm going to play it because the only reason why is. Obviously, we don't know this is true. This is all rumors. But when these were initially being leaked and stuff, the initial rumors were, depending on how well these sold, will depend on if a Red Dead Redemption 1 remake or remaster happens. So because of that, oh, I will... You're, you're willing to shell out money on, yes. on on that basis. Okay. Yes. I can, I can respect that. Like, I, I, I really want Red Dead Redemption 1 remake or remaster to happen, so I, I will buy these for that. Plus, I mean, it's it's not like I'm losing in this. These are good games. I mean, I'll play them eventually. I'll at least hop on. Uh, the first one that I'll probably play is actually probably Vice City. Vi- I have not played Vice City in a very long time, so I'll probably play that first. I mean, I will play these games. They are good, especially San Andreas and Vice City. Three is okay. But, I mean, it's not like I'm losing in this situation. But I'm just going to base it off all, all the reports. You know, I want to make sure that Red Dead Redemption 1 can ha- have a chance at being a thing. Oh, <laughs> uh, All right, so let's hop into some rumors, actually. So i got a, got a couple things here lined up. So the first one is involving Marvel's Avengers. Uh, apparently, the next characters rumored for 2023 is Doctor Strange, Scarlet Witch, and Loki. Apparently, Shang-Chi has been bumped up in development massively from like very bottom tier, almost not going to happen to a, it's going to happen because of the, the success of the movie. Uh, Captain Marvel was apparently originally being planned as the final character. That is no longer the case. Apparently they're going to expand from there. And uh, apparently the dev team is having a massive, massive development issue right now, working with those past generation consoles, you know, for the PS4 and Xbox one, apparently they are having to, it's almost from what I've understood, like the same level as what developers have trying to get a game on the Switch. Like they're having some big issues. I can see that because from from what I've played of the game, of course I'm I'm playing it on PC. I mean the game looks fantastic, yeah. regardless of the gameplay. True, the game looks fantastic. I mean, there's, and I mean, there. Granted, I haven't I haven't gotten like too far into the game. Haven't. I haven't seen everything it has to offer in it, but there's a lot going on in some of the, like in some of these missions, some of these fights that's going on. Yep. It's like, I can, I can definitely see like the, the past gen hardware not being able to handle it that well. Right. I mean, initially it's probably like, okay, well this is passable. And now we're a couple, it's like a year later and it's like, 
well, we kind of want to do some stuff, but if we're if we're relying on it to be on this old console, we can't really do it. Right. And, you know, I, I'm, it's funny you, you talk about that because that is going to be one talking point I have for Guardians. While I have had a great time, I can see where people's going to have a bad time. I'll talk about that here in a bit. Um, so ne- uh, next up, uh, Injustice 3 is apparently rumored to be revealed at Game Awards. That would make sense. We know NetherRealm has mo- officially done with Mortal Kombat 11. That's the one that's the I current be- one? I believe it's 11. Okay. So we know NetherRealm's completely done with that, and they're moving on to the next project. Injustice 3 would make sense. Uh, apparently, Sackboy Big Adventure was found on Steam database, and then the devs immediately scrubbed Steam afterwards when that was discovered. So that kind of points to uh, that's probably going to happen. Plus, with some of the PlayStation news that we did get this week, makes sense. Uh, an unannounced Sonic Mania 2 seems to have been canceled by Sonic of America. They just couldn't get things worked out with the developer, which keep in mind, Sonic Mania was literally made by fans. The developers for Sonic Mania was a fan made developing team that Sonic of America is just like, yeah, we'll, we'll pay you to do this. And Sonic Mania ended up being one of the better Sonic games that's come out over the last 15 years. Uh, so I don't know. Something went down there where Sonic of, of America and that uh, that dev team couldn't get on the same page, and Sonic Mania 2 was unfortunately canceled from the sound of it. And uh, there was some data mining with Nintendo Switch Online, which shows 38 more Nintendo 64 games planned coming up. And apparently, from what I saw, is that with the way they're listed and the way the current games are listed, they're listed like, you know, whatever, you know, in you know, in 64 number, right? And if you line it up, it's actually just listed based like al- alphabetically. So just, if you go look at in 64 games alphabetically, you can actually line these games up with what they are. So like all three Mario parties are apparently on that list, which is kind of wild to me. That uh, one like snowboarding game is on there. I can't remember the name of it though. Um uh, apparently, Goldeneye is a possibility because uh, Nintendo did actually request Germany to unban Goldeneye 007. So that could be on there and coming to multiplayer. Uh, John, what, what's your well, thoughts on that? What's your thoughts on you know jumping over to our quick news here? Apparently, the N64 with N6, in its own switch online, apparently it eats ass. So what's your thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, it. it's nice to... Well, initially, it's nice to see that they have... They already have, like... A, plan. a whole library of games they're planning on coming out with. Like, they've already got them set up. They already have, you would assume, a release window where they're talking about getting them done, and it's just a matter of finishing, or, like, either finishing the upload of them and then sending them out to fans or, like, doing a direct forward or something, which, that's all great news. Unfortunately, apparently, the online features with Nintendo uh, with the Nintendo 64 are not great. Yeah. Uh I've seen I've seen some reports of like certain games. I think um the Mario Kart in particular was one of them. Right. Where you just, you can't save it because the original game required you to have the uh like the expansion pack in the controller to save it. Mm-hmm. And they just I guess ported it one to one, right? So the say when you go to save, it just offers or it tells you you can't save it because it, no pack is detected in the controller. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, in Orcarina of Time, input lag is oh yeah pretty bad. Yeah, I have heard that too. <laughs> yeah, and I, I I saw a a video of it, and it's I mean the average the average person probably looking at it you know, would probably go eh, that's not too bad but anybody mm-hmm. that has played 
uh, these games what on say like emulation or on other other forms of like the the past, ports, yeah. like the past ports. Wii U, Wii, N sixty four, GameCube, the, it's like 3DS. Those, those ports were fine, right? It's like those ports were fine. How did how they fuck this one up? Now, did you also see um, how fucked some of the button layouts are if you're not using the N sixty four controller? It doesn't. You can also you can't remap it. I know. Like, you can't re- it's like where you would normally have your like A B X and Y. Yeah, it's like A and B are on there, but X and Y are like C stick buttons, right? And then to use the C stick, <laughs> like if it to be where like your D pad would be on your on your controller, you have to hold the trigger to be able to use it as a C stick. And it's like, that doesn't, why do you have to go through the, all these extra steps? Right. You have, you have the buttons here. Yep. It's like, why could you not just remap the C stick to the directional pad? Right. It's like, I don't, I don't understand the thought process with some of these button maps. I, I don't either. Cause I saw one uh, where it, it was some streamer. I don't know who he is, but apparently he plays in Mario 64. And he does like speed runs and stuff or it was the perfect still shot of where he's looking at the button layout on the switch, not on the N64. And he's just like, just like, oh, what the fuck? Because like the uh, the the X Y uh, B A buttons for the Switch, like Joy-Con, was listed as the A B for the N sixty four, and then the X and Y was two of the yellow directional buttons, and then the other two yellow directional buttons were like somewhere else. And I'm just like, that makes no sense to me at yeah. all. <laughs> yeah, because it's because to access the some of the other buttons, it's like you have to do a combination. Yes, a combo. Whole, you have to do a combination of holding. Tr- one of the triggers and then you'd be able to use like the d-pad or something yep. or using the triggers and then you have the bumpers that you can use right it doesn't make sense i mean it you, it's like you could almost at first be like okay well the button layouts kind of suck maybe maybe they know the buttons aren't that great so you have coming like, into this you, we knew it was gonna be rough yeah, n64 is a weird controller yeah but it's like you would think okay well maybe maybe they're just Maybe this is some weird Nintendo push to try to sell the controller that was already going to sell well. Right. But then the controller's not available. I know. It the gets controller, scalped immediately. The, <laughs> it's like the controller is immediately sold out because Nintendo doesn't understand that their fans like these peripherals that they release. Right. They just make some and they go, that's ah, probably good enough. Yep. But man, it's 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 a rough state for it to launch in. Uh, dude, it is. It just looks, it almost looks like Nintendo's like, okay, fine, we're going to release the N64 because you people, it's like all of you fans were asking for it. But it's not going to be good. <laughs> but you you're, got it. <laughs> you're going to get it, but you're going to get it Nintendo's way. Yeah, dude. Hopefully it gets worked out, you know, because, I mean, let's be honest, 38 games that are currently kind of lined up. That's going to run easily for the rest of the Switch's life with the way they release stuff. So hopefully they, they sort this out, you know, especially if they're going to continue to add in more stuff like Game Boy, Game Boy Color and everything. Yeah, so. you, it's like it, it shouldn't be that hard. They should be able to do a couple updates to it, it or at least a couple updates to fix like being able to map control or, or button map it however you want to. Right. It's like that should be a relatively easy fix. Some of the other problems with like input lag and that, I don't. I don't understand how that's going to work or it's like, I don't understand what is causing that, but you would think that they've done it before on numerous consoles. They should be able to figure it out. They've done it before. Hopefully, hopefully. Uh, Uh, John, what else do we have going on in the news this week? Yeah. Moving on from 
the N64, we did get the new uh, Hisuian forms. Hisuian? Hisuian. I think it's Hisuian. Hisuian. I think it's Hisuian. Whatever this old damn region's called. (laughs) Uh, We got the new uh, forms for uh, Zorora and Zorok, which uh, appear to be normal ghost type. Which is like one of the best types in existence. That's never been a thing. Yeah. And it's like people already love these mons. So to see new forms of them with good typings is fantastic. Right. Uh, then, let's see. We had the PlayStation PC branding uh, officially announced now. True. Which I think is setting up for that potential client that we've talked about before. I th- I think it's coming. It makes too much sense. They don't have to. They don't have to give thirty percent to Steam. You know, they're still building this up. Whatever with you know one big game coming out here soon. That I know you, you may be excited for. I don't know. I know you're excited. For, I know you like the game, but I don't know if you're going to get it on Steam. Yeah, because uh, this uh, this past week, I believe it was, we got uh, IGN's greatest game of all time. Pre-order, pre-order <laughs> available on list. Steam for uh, God of War 2018. That fucking bracket. Which, which while while the bracket was memeing, and we we already we already had our our, yeah, yeah, our piece with that. Yeah, we did. Uh, the game itself is fantastic, and to see it coming to PC finally is I'm I'm excited for that. I'm probably not gonna pick it up on PC again because I've it's like I've still got my PlayStation with it. Mm-hmm. I, I've got I think I've still got it downloaded on there. Right. I don't know if I've ever actually uninstalled it, but. Uh, that coming to coming to PC being being the next like flagship PlayStation game there. I don't know if they could have really had a better choice for it, right? Because I mean, if you're looking for anything to to kind of kick off, uh, kind of like that, uh, the branding there, it's like it's one of the best games to do it with. Do you feel like when it comes to the God of War, like I saw someone compare God of War coming to PC as almost the same equivalent as if like Mario or Zelda would go to PC. Like it's that level of of branding for PlayStation. Do you kind of feel the same way for Sony and God of War? Before 2018, I wouldn't have said so. Okay. But with how, with the resurgence of God of War and the popularity with the popularity that game uh, like achieved, and the hype around Ragnarok coming out, I mean, it's it's hard not to compare it that way because it's at this point it's become one of the biggest like flagship titles, right? For like for Sony, uh, see, we got a Warner Brothers Multiverse Smash like game <laughs> leaks so stupid. <laughs> Is this just is this just the times that we're in now where yes. ev- everybody wants to make a smash game? Did you see some of the roster for this? I've, the, I some saw, the roster picture is what was leaked. I didn't see the picture. I saw I saw some of the names. I cannot I cannot picture them right now. Okay, well Gandalf's going to be in this. Shaggy's going to be in this. Yeah, I re- okay, yeah, Shaggy and Gandalf are the the two yes. two names that I had heard. LeBron but, James is going to be DLC apparently. Oh, <laughs> this is so stupid. What a, what a fucking world we live in now. I did get some information on this as well from like Jeff Grubb and GameSpeed and everything. Apparently, the, Jeff has gotten to see it. He says that it looks like it's a very low budget game. 
He did. It's not like what we got out of Nick All Stars, which is apparently a pretty good game. Damn no, it. he said this is actually. It looks very low budget to the point that this is probably going to be free to play. It's not. It's not Nick All Stars where we had like huge fans of the like Smash games. Yeah, they yeah. just loved the Nickelodeon characters and went. You know what? We're going to do that. Yeah. Exactly. No, this is <laughs> a meme. This is just. This is somebody who was joking in a meeting. And they got approval for it. Yeah, it's just like, oh yeah, we could do this. And the guy's like, actually, yeah, do that. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, go for it. Here's 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 some money. Oh shit, I didn't I didn't expect to have to do it now. Oh fuck. I gotta, <laughs> how do I make a game? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, and then we we have uh, what's this? Reports of San Andreas coming to Oculus Rift Two. Yeah, no, that was actually announced flat out by... Oh, uh, yeah, this was announced by Mark Zuckerberg during that whole big thing where they rebranded the, the parent company to Meta. Yeah, he announced it there. He's like, yeah, we're going to be bringing San Andreas to Oculus Rift too. And everyone's like, wait, what? Yeah, I the, that rebranding that, I just stayed as far away from that as I could. I'm like, I don't want right. to yeah, get Mar- involved yeah, with this. Yeah, Mark Zuckerberg announced it there. Yeah, of all people, Mark was the one that announced it. Yeah, that's probably, probably a reason I didn't... Yeah. I didn't... Know- uh, realize that that's gonna be that's gonna be wild to play that game in VR. In my opinion, it I, really would. I feel like playing playing any any like GTA game like that would be wild in VR. Let alone San Andreas, right? Because that's just that's just gonna be weird. Going into that cop's bathroom, getting the dildo IRL. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a. Division Heartlands, Prince of Persia, Sand of Time, Remake, and Rocksmith all delayed for Ubisoft's fiscal year ending March 2023. Release window April 20... It's supposed to be April 2022 to March 2023? Yeah, that uh, I, I just put that in there because like, for anyone that doesn't know what a fiscal year is for most companies... Oh, that's the fiscal year. I was, I was yeah. like, wait a second. What yeah. If- no, that's just the, that's just the fiscal year that it would release now. So potentially fall for like maybe division. You know, I feel like that would make sense. It would maybe be a fall release. Prince of Persia: Sands of Time. That's one that I would like to be good, but I have a lot of worries. I really do. I, I hold that game in like a nostalgic re- regard, but that's I, one that I hear the name of, and I hear people kind of say things like that, and I'm like, I I never I never saw it or played it or did anything with it. I don't. I don't understand this. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 a great game, the first one. I like Warrior Within, the second one. That's my favorite. Two Thrones, the third one, that's my least. Um, but I, I'm, I, I'm glad it's being delayed, but that also tells me that there's been problems, and that worries me. <laughs> and then we got Ubisoft confirmed Assassin's Creed Infinity will not be free to play. I feel like that makes a lot of sense. Um but with what they're wanting to do with, I don't know. I mean, like, like I mean, with the way they've described Assassin's Creed Infinity, it's like where it's like this open service, live service game. I guess it's not into the world. Cause, I mean, look at New World; it's forty bucks for an MMO. I mean, it's not a free to play MMO, whatever. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't think it's a big deal. I still, I'm just kind of iffy about the Assassin's Creed Infinity thing in general being a, like a live service experience. Yeah, the the problem with com- just coming out and saying it's it's not going to be a free to play. It's like, it may not be eventually or initially, but that's where all of the, all of these games that start out and end up being free to play eventually. Right. Because 
it's going to be one of the things I guess Ubisoft's going to uh, going to realize eventually because it's it's like these games are hard to please your audience. True, and especially I I find that especially for an Assassin's Creed game. Yeah, because it's like with the direction that Assassin's Creed games have gone in the past few years, the more RPG style. Some some fans really love it. Right. Some fans really miss the old style. I'm, like I'm one that misses the old. They're style. already. It's like you're already splitting your audience between like. They, I mean, they they buy them. They love the games, but they miss the old style. Right. And now you're transitioning it to this weird live service game. Yep. Uh, I I don't know. I I feel like it's a. I feel like it's a bold move to just flat out say no, not free to play right now. <laughs> right. It's like. It's like come on, let us let us see some footage of it. Need some feedback before before you start making all these claims. Right? Yeah, yeah. So we got a uh, Marvel and Skydance New Media announced partnership for a new AAA action adventure game. Let's go. Previously announced in 2019, they're working on a huge AAA project with no other details. And this is the details. This is the details they could not reveal at the time. And it's also important to note this is led by uh, Amy Henning, who was the creative director and writer for the first three Uncharted games. Obviously, I don't know, we don't know what this could be at this point. It is cool to see Marvel getting more, you know, really committing to the game space. You know, we've played, you know, Spider-Man, love it, fantastic. I'm pumped for Wolverine. I would imagine you're probably pumped for Wolverine. I'm optimistically skeptical. Fair. I, I'm pumped yeah, because it's Insomniac, so I'm ready. Guardians of the Galaxy has been great so far. Avengers was... It's it's a thing. It's, They're one flop. It's okay. It's okay from what I've, from what I've played of it. I not, not, not really worth looking back at, in my opinion, right now. And then we have Midnight Suns coming out, too. That's the one I'm pumped for. Midnight Suns so, does Surprisingly, that's the one I'm excited for. Yeah. No, I'm excited to see more details come out of this. At least we know that it's been two years in development now, going on three years, so we at least know that much. So I would probably, I mean, would you would you say that maybe like E3 next year we get to see what this is? I mean, 2019 announced originally, and now we got the official announcement of the partnership that, I mean, apparently it's been a thing the entire time. It's just been somehow managedly kept on the DL. Yeah, the only the only thing that I can think of at this point, when it's like this has been originally announced 2019, now we're looking at okay, well now we know a partnership with it at least. Right. Is the the thing that comes to my mind with that is Bayonetta three. It was oh, five years, yeah. <laughs> five years from initial announcement to finally getting actual information about it. So. I would be optimistic that, like, say, this next year, we we get, if nothing else, kind of, like, title, what game is. Yeah, at least know what it is. And, and like, teaser for it, at least. Mm. But I would say it's, it would be optimistic to expect much more than that. Right. I'm, I'm curious what it would be. You know, we got Wolverine. We've got Spider-Man established. Guardians is now, in my opinion, established. I, for once, I have not actually looked already looked into the ending of Guardians. I have no idea if it sets up for a two. I'd probably assume that it does. Uh, then we have Avengers, which, you know, is already a, it, yeah, it's a thing, I guess. So, I don't know. I wonder if it could be, like, one of the, like, just one of the main heroes that we know, like a Captain America or an Iron Man or Thor. Or would it be, like, maybe Fantastic Four? 
I mean, Fantastic that could be a thing. Four is kind of where my mind went, but I would, I also would think I would prefer the idea of like either, either like a lesser known character, right. or or like, or like a character that for everybody already knows bigger, like bigger character that gets their own solo, solo kind of uh, storyline, because we don't, we don't get those too often true or we don't get good versions of those too often true so it'd be it'd be nice to see something like that although i'm not opposed to like some sort of like team up game right kind of like what guardians is well guardians i mean you're playing as only a star lord the whole time but just controlling the rest so i'm kind of curious if it was fantastic four how would they do that would they you know focus on like reed richards and you control the other like like a guardians approach or did you just go through the four at a time but i don't know it could also be like punisher daredevil or something i mean not lesser known heroes by any means but still it's yeah, like just heroes smaller, that don't get their, their yeah, smaller in scale i would say right yeah and we got all Ooh. 360 uh, halo games uh, will have their servers uh, shut down officially in early 2022 previously End of this year. Moment but. of silence. Moments passed. <laughs> Big sad. It's uh everybody <laughs> knew it was coming. It's been yeah, a long time. It it's has. been a long time. Everybody's known it's happening. Still still a bit rough to to, to know that it's here. Yeah, it, that it, you know, dude, me and you spent so much time on Halo 3 <laughs> to an unhealthy level. So to hear this really hurts. We, like you said, we knew it was coming, it's but like, it's, God. It's still, it's hard to see because I, I was actually thinking about, uh, thinking about this the other day. I, I kind of wanted to go back and look at all of my medals. Right. I wanted to go back and look at them the other day. I haven't done it yet, but I want to, I want to go look back at them just to just to re like kind of see how much time was put into that yeah ah oh, big rip dude <laughs> big rip hey it had a hell of a run it had a hell of a run it still has an audience today the fact that it's still like it's it's 2021 almost 2022 yep and it's just now being shut down is incredible Fucking hell of a run, boys. <laughs> we, we had a hell of a run. No one can take that away from us. Uh, you know, we also got a, the chance to see the Halo Infinite campaign, like I mentioned. Uh, what was your thoughts on it? I mean, it's a six-minute video, but uh, does it get you... I mean, me and you both, we plan on playing that multiplayer. It's it's free to play. So, I mean, come on. I mean, we're, we're planning to play that, but, you know, how are you feeling on the campaign? Is this something... I mean, you have Game Pass. So you'll be good no matter what, but is this something that you would buy, or or how are you feeling on it with their approach? It looks weird. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of cool stuff they show, but a lot of... A lot of things that just look like, I don't know, odd. Right. Because I'm, like, that trailer did show me something I was kind of curious about, which was kind of the grappling hook. True. It did. Because we, we, we were wondering how that was going to work, if it was going to be, like, grapple to whatever you want to, or grapple to specific points. Mm -hmm. Almost looks like grapple whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, I mean, I saw videos of people swinging like Spider-Man from the beta. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it looks like you can grapple wherever the fuck you want to, yeah, yeah. which is cool. Uh, I will say, it's like, when it was showing the... What are the enemies called? Like banished or something? Yeah, the banished, like I think. Is what I, they said. I'm gonna just gonna go ahead and say it. I said it to you when I was watching. I'm getting looks like looks like destiny fights. 
Looks like yeah, it the, does. Yeah, looks like a lot of the enemies you'd fight in, uh, throughout like the early Destiny Two campaign. Right, is, is kind of what some of the banished were looking like to me. But overall, I mean, it looks interesting. Big, it's like looks like giant maps to go through. Uh, there were the it's like I saw saw the ability to like go to a station, pick whatever, pretty much whatever vehicle you want to go around in, whether it be flying vehicle, mongoose, some or warthog, anything like that. So that's that's an interesting thing where it's like, okay, well, it's like once you get here, eh, how do you want to travel around the world? Right. I am curious how big this like the way they described it in this trailer is like you can literally go around this entire ring. Is that is is that kind of what you gather? Because I thought that's what they said is it's, that you can literally go around the whole ring. It's it's what it sounded like. I'm not sure that that's where I'm interested. Is it yeah? Is it gonna be open or is it gonna be uh just kind of like big like zone areas where right. where like you kind of you hit your load point, open into a new one, and then uh, kind of like that because if that's the case I'm still not opposed to that it just kind of closes it off a bit uh, in the sense of like if you're gonna let people just get their get their like flying vehicles and go where they want to it'd be weird kind of hitting these loading barriers constantly now one thing that did worry me and I'm curious if you've worried you as well is they did put put a, a short little emphasis here in this trailer about the the raid bases that you had to go take care of whatever do you are you worried that it's going to be too much of a focus on the ring cuz I'm personally kind of worried it's going to be like overkill almost like uh almost like what we get out of these like Ubisoft games where it's like, where it creates the Ubisoft fatigue like I'm worried that these like bases that we need to go blow up consistently I feel like it's going to be too repetitive and it's going to be oh, way too many. That's going to be the same thing every single time you go to do it. That's what I'm worried about. You're going to go there. You're going to destroy something, kill some enemies, and or like hack into a computer or something like that. And that's going to be what you do a hundred times if they want you to. That's what I'm worried about. Which that aspect, I mean, I saw that and I went, okay, well, yeah, there's there's your little, if anything, it's kind of, it, if we're assuming kind of like open world-ish, uh, for it, that's those will be like your almost like your uh, points of interest. It's like okay, yeah, well, yeah, I yeah. I have to go over here to do this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, if anything, it's like if there's not too many, it won't be too bad. If anything, it'll just get tedious. That's what I'm worried about. It's just how tedious it's going to be, where it's going to just feel fatigued. Yeah, I will say there was. There was the moment in the trailer where at I believe it was at one of those like little control point things where you gotta go blow it up. There was there's a moment where the it goes into a pause menu has like a little leveling leveling progression tree almost it looked like. That yeah, they selected yeah. something in and then next thing you know he grapples a uh, grapples a hammer over to him, dashes to the side, turns invisible, and then and then uh, just swings down and hits him from the back. And I saw that, and I'm like, okay, well, this one, while cool-looking, didn't necessarily look Halo. I agree. I agree 100% on that. It did look cool, and we're going to feel like a badass when we yeah, do it. It's like but... everything about it was cool, but nothing about it besides the hammer was Halo. Right. Which, that's been our problem, at least, and a lot of people's problem with 4 and especially 5 is that it just doesn't really feel like Halo. Yeah, it's like, um, I mean, it's 
from what it looked like, I mean, it looked it looked good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looked it looked like it'd be fun, but aside from some of the names, seeing seeing enemies that we we've been fighting for since Halo One mm-hmm. and all this, it I don't know, it just seemed different than I was expecting. Now here's a question for you. John, are we gonna go back and we are we gonna finish Halo Five? <laughs> I've, asked, me, you I've, and Jared. I've asked you this before. And you didn't give me an answer. Okay. Fair. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. It, we'll we'll see. It's gonna be a while before we can even co op infinite together anyway, because of that delay, which I still yeah, think is stupid. I mean, if if anything, I mean I'm I mean I'm down to co op that when it when the ability comes out. Right. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, like, if the campaign is going to grab us. Because knowing me, I'll probably jump into it when it releases just to try it. But I don't know, man. Halo, to me, is such a cooperative experience. That's how I've always played the campaign. That's how I've always had the most fun. So I may not really dive too much. I'm going to try not to, at least, until it can be co-op where, like, me, you, and maybe Jared can all play it together. Yeah, it's like a co-op side of it I'll be down for. I mean, this is supposed to be day one Game Pass, right? Day one Game Pass. Yeah, it's like I'm, I may check it out. Yeah, just give it a shot. Yeah, check it out, see what it's about, at least get a first impression of it. Right. See, see how fun it actually is, and then kind of go from there. I know me and you are going to be very much deep into that multiplayer right when it drops. Yeah, I'll be, I'll at least be jumping into the multiplayer. Right. That's that's not really a question for me. Yeah, me too. All right, uh, I guess I can talk about Greedent real quick. That's a short one anyway. It's just my initial thoughts, and we'll jump into some New World and some Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, so Greedent Defender, uh, I love him. I love him. He is fun. Uh, apparently, he's bugged. I didn't have actually see what the bug was, but it was another one of those, like, the Lucario bug that happened where, like, Lucario was one-shotting people. But Greedent is a lot of fun. I will say, out of his moves, I don't really care for the... Um, seed bomb ability whatever it's called i don't really care for that one so john just so you know for the seed bomb ability it's kind of weird he just continuously is firing out the seeds but you have to hold down the button the whole time you don't just press it and he goes you hold down the button and you can still move around and stuff and you're kind of locked in your one position whatever it's weird i don't care for i don't the the hold the button to use the ability keeps throwing me off every single time i try to use it that seems weird because that almost sounds exactly like, aside from having to hold the button, that kind of sounds like Sylveon's hyper voice because you can still move around while it's going. You, you don't have to hold the button, though. Yeah. It just kind of goes, and it's like you can't turn your turn your direction. You can just move, like strafe around and move back and forth, but you're locked into firing in that one direction. Yep. No, this one you have to hold down the button, which I thought was very strange, which on that tier... The other ability is um, is uh, Black anyway, uh, which I prefer as is. I think it's a much better ability, especially because it has a cooldown where it's just like the more berries that you have stacked, because you can stack up to five when you're doing abilities and picking them up and stuff, like the more that you have stacked at a max five, you can basically like quickly double shot this if you have five berries going into it. For the other abilities... Um, which I, I'm drawing a blank on both their names. Flail, I think, was one, potentially. I, it's been at least a week since I played Unite. I do apologize. Um, and then whatever the other one is where you just stuff cheeks, where you just, like, throw the berries out. Fl- the Flail one is kind of tough to control. It is very annoying. So there, I do like it to that capacity is that you can annoy the fuck out of some people because you just kind of run around and every time, Every single time you hit an opponent, 
they get very quickly stunned. It's not like they get stunned once and they're done and then you just do damage. No. If you can control this thing, because it's like, it almost feels like you're running on ice whenever you're using this ability with how he's moving. Like, if you're trying to, like, move around and stuff, it feels like he's running on ice. Now, the one cool thing about that ability as well is that if you're running in a straight line and you're not trying to, like, move around in a circle, whatever, he just picks up speed. This dude's like a fucking boulder going down a mountain. So if you if someone is not smart and realize that and you're chasing them, you run that ability – Yo, you're going to run them down easy because you just start picking up movement speed so much. But Stuff Cheeks is really nice for me because I just like the ability. I, I like just using that, that you know, that, you know, belch ability. That's what I like using. Yeah, so it looks like Covet. and Covet. Covet, Belch, Bullet Seed, and Stuff Cheeks. Yep, that's, yeah, Covet. Covet's the one where it's just like, it, it feels like you're on ice trying to rotate it around, and it makes it kind of tough, but uh, the Stuff Cheeks is good because, like, you can just throw out berries for everyone. And I will say this, I have not played a shit ton of MOBAs. I'm very limited. Like, I've played League, I've played, you know, Heroes, I've played Arena of Valor, I've played this, I've played Smite. And out of all of the ones, while, you know, Heroes is the one that I spent the most time on by far, Using stuff cheeks, man, I'm getting like some PTSD fucking flashbacks of playing Deckard Kane on fucking hots where I'm throwing these damn potions out for people to grab them and they're not grabbing them. I'm like, then you just die. You're not my fucking problem. That's how I feel about stuff cheeks because I was in Zapdos with a Sylveon. Sylveon's almost dead. I threw five huge berries over to uh, Sylveon to pick up and regain their health and they're just like, no, I'm good. And they just stay in the Zapdos and die. Yeah, no, that's dangerous. God, it makes me so mad. You can't expect anybody on your team to know what abilities you have. Just you shouldn't. Know, they don't know what you do. Just pick up the berries, please. It heals you. No, but they don't know that. The, that could kill them. Now, the other downside about the berries, which I get, is your opponents can pick it up too, and they can get healed from it. So if you're throwing out the berries, I always just try to aim it behind. So you know, obviously they can't get it. But I mean, I like that personally because you, you know, I go into it right. I have five berries going into a fight. I use belch. And because of the five berries, the cooldowns are pretty much immediately reduced. I can immediately fire a second belch, throw out stuff cheeks, get five berries. And I, I, you basically spam belch. I and mean, you know, the same thing when you use your ultimate, which is like you can dive into a battle, you know, dive into, knock people up, whatever. You, If you use belch, it's kind of similar to blast toys with the hydro pump and the spin, you know. You can just keep using it and keep doing the spin. Same thing. You use belch when you're using your ult, you know, like, like that. that the after ult uh where you're like super powered up yo he spams the fuck out of it now you're now you are stuck in one spot though that is the downside you cannot move when you lock in the belch but you can just immediately spam 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 is uh i i enjoy greeting greeting's really stupid and i think he's fun to play you should definitely check him out i think you'll enjoy him i don't know about that one chief i think you'll enjoy him i don't know well you're not a big defender guy anyway i I don't I don't even know who your main defender is. Uh, is it Crustle? No, I kind of just rotate around. I don't really have a main character that I play in that game. Okay. I kind of, I've, I'll rotate speedster, defender, support. I've just, I've kind of just decided I'm, I'm whatever I feel like playing at the time. Fair enough. Yeah, Greedon's fun. Definitely recommend him. Uh, John, where do you want to go from here? Do you want to talk some New World or do you want me to talk Guardians? Uh, let's finish off with Guardians. 
Okay, finish off. So, New World. Uh, how's how's your New World adventure going uh, so far? Um, you know, what, what's in a, any update? Uh, uh, I've, are, got, I've got my 80-hour achievement now. Okay. Uh, I'm somewhere around 90 hours in. Okay. Are you max level? No. What is max level? 60. Okay. I'm 48. Uh, are you going to jump ship? Are you going to come join the Yellow Boys with me and Zach? I don't know. It's like the Marauders are Marauders on our server are not getting along very well. Are they not? <laughs> to say the least. Uh, it's been a lot of Marauders jumping ship. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, they don't know. the Marauders have <laughs> been jumping ship from, uh, mostly to Covenant. Covenant is uh, okay. So I actually happened to join the same um, company as Zach. I didn't know that until well after the fact. I just got invited. I'm like, eh, whatever. Uh, by by the, some random guy, and then I noticed well after that, uh, it's Zach's company. Yeah, Zach's company is bloodthirsty. <laughs> they are bloodthirsty, man. <laughs> yeah, well, from what he said, well, the funny thing is, okay, so the last the last time I was on and talked about New World, neither you or him had picked it up yep. or played it yet. A couple days after that, Zach picked it up, and then he's been playing it like a madman. Yep. And this, it's like, you got me over here who I've been, it's, he was excited about the, like the PVE and the crafting and all of that in it. He got in the game, got a few levels under his belt, and he's been a fucking bloodthirsty man ever since. <laughs> True. Without even without even realizing it at the time, he, he, joined, a, he joined a company, and apparently he, he's in the like for the covenant, the largest PVP company on the server. Yep. And so he's, it's like, he's been kind of rotating around doing, doing a lot of PVP stuff. So he went from thinking he was going to be like a PVE crafter guy to he's the PVP guy. And I've become more of the, the crafting guy. Cause I've basically taken the past couple of days and I've just been, I've been just doing like, like hemp runs for fiber and like gathering gathering materials and stuff so I can level up all my like my armoring like armoring mining get everything up so I can actually like get my crafting up before I before I like heavily get into uh or get into like questing in uh the higher level areas a lot. Mm-hmm. I've been having fun just like casually doing like I'll throw I'll throw a video up or podcast or something. I'll just run around I'll run a run around, grab my materials, go back to town, use them all up, go back out, do it again. Uh, but I have started to venture out into the high level zones. And I will say, uh, some of it's like the, one of the zones, I think it's 46 to 50. I think I entered it at 44, 44 or 45. Uh, it's the first time in this game I've started to, I've started to actually care about camps. I know PVP people place camps constantly yeah but as for me it's the first time i've actually started caring because uh going, gonna die a lot <laughs> going into the it's like going into just doing like the pve side of it once you get into like the level 50 zones it starts mattering that you you can't just like kind of face roll over everything uh for that's, the most part good. uh so i've started to encounter some resistance in in the mobs so it's 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 made it more interesting but yeah, I've I've, I've kind of taken on more of a passive crafting, crafting and uh, like gathering ingredients for cooking role. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, it's like I'm I'm still having fun. I'm not playing it 
it's not all I'm doing now. I've kind of started rotating other games in and uh, doing that again. And it's more of, I got a little bit of time. I might as well jump on it. Right. But I, I am still having a lot of fun with it. I'm I'm determined to eventually hit 60. Going to get there. I'm going to get there eventually. Uh, yeah, about 90 hours in. I've got about 11 or 12 more levels to go. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I, I also picked up the game. And um, so here's, here's, here's one of my first takeaways with this game, which honestly baffles me. It really does. Because, I mean, I, I've mentioned it on this show before, and, you know, you as my friend, you know this. Other my friends know this. I cannot play a majority of games keyboard and mouse. I just can't. I am that controller guy. I use a controller on pretty much any PC game. I have tried. I have sat down and attempted to learn keyboard and mouse for multiple games. When we were playing Destiny 2 a lot, I tried. Didn't happen. I've tried with Overwatch. I've tried with like Elder Scrolls Online. I've tried so many uh, to try to learn keyboard and mouse, and I just haven't. I got to say, I am baffled at how quickly I picked up keyboard and mouse for this game. Now, you know, yeah, I will say I, I initially started playing with my normal mouse, normal keyboard, still picked it up fine. So if there's anyone like me that has a PC, but you're just still using a controller because you cannot do keyboard and mouse, I feel like this game is pretty friendly to it because I picked it up very easily, and I'm not someone who's ever been able to do that. Now, I will say I do have an, a second mouse that I use for certain games like these that has the 12 buttons on the side, and I have mapped that for like my different abilities, and that I am very much enjoying. It's making it's made my life so much easier uh, for this game as someone who's still learning keyboard and mouse, but I am legitimately in, impressed with how quickly I've picked it up because that's not something I've done before. But, I mean, I've enjoyed the game. from like This is probably the first MMO that I really actually feel like I'm enjoying to some capacity. I enjoy grind to a point. And this is like, I guess, the right amount of grind where I don't feel like I'm getting burned out, you know, terribly. Like I, I hit my points where it's like, all right, yeah, let's stop for right now. But I mean, overall, I mean, I've actually enjoyed this game as like as an, someone who's never gotten into an MMO, which gives me hope because I am very excited for Ashes of Creation whenever that comes out. And so I'm glad that I'm now getting some actual MMO experience under my belt before Ashes of Creation. But I don't know, there's a lot of things about the, the game that I, I enjoyed the concept of the wars taking the different territories. I haven't obviously been in one yet. I'm only like level, what level am I? 20? I might be 20. Yeah. No? I might be, I don't, I'm somewhere in the 10 to 20 range. I don't remember where. I know I'm at, at least 15 to 20, somewhere in there. I don't remember. Uh, so I haven't done any war stuff, but I like that concept. I think that's really neat to take over the different territories and to set up the war and fight it. I th and Zach explained it to me a little bit more about what it's like because he got to partake in one to take first light. I think it's really cool, and that's something I definitely want to get into is taking territories. I think that'd be really dope. I'm actually really enjoying this. I really am. Yeah, uh, I, it's I, been fun. I will say, like, having not really done the PvP stuff yet, I've I've kind of hit the point where I'm like, at this point, I, at this point, having leveled to where I'm at and then going through it, I'm like, you know what? It's about time to just start embracing the PvP side. Yeah. I might as well at this point. I it's like I've wanted to, but I always find myself getting distracted doing other stuff. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. We're we're about to jump in. I don't know if there's a right point to just jump into it. I don't know if I need to, if I should wait till a certain level or just do it. That's that's where I'm kind of concerned. It's one of those. I think it's one of those where if if you if you start thinking you might want to do it, just do it. 
Okay. Just you might in. you might as well just jump in. Like I'm hitting that point. I'm about to. I'm. I'm probably. It's like when I get on next, I'm probably gonna be, just jumping and start doing some of the PVP stuff. Okay, that's good to know. I, I, you're right. I may just go ahead and jump in. I've been kind of scared. I ain't gonna lie. As a very novice MMO player, I'm just like, uh, do I want to set myself up to just get fucked by at any time? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's about that time. Uh, it's also about that time. I guess I'll talk about Guardians now. Um, yo, I'll be up front. This game is great. I'm very much enjoying it. I'm enjoying the uh, the the story so far. And man. <laughs> I've been throughout this whole podcast. I'll find myself just randomly chuckling right now <laughs> throughout this whole episode because I'll leading up to this moment because of one thing and one thing alone. And it's f- fucking what you said about it's only when you're on when I talk about Mass Effect because I'm going to reference Mass Effect a lot with this fucking game. <laughs> I, will, I will say I'm curious to hear you talk about this game. But before you get into it, I will say I've read one brief uh, review on it. I didn't read the whole review. I just uh, there's a tagline that caught my eye. It was a review of the Nintendo Switch Cloud version. Ah, yep, yep. I am going to talk about that. And I believe it was referenced as the worst way to play a great game. Yep, I I saw the same article, and uh, man. You know, I was talking to Josh about that briefly yesterday because, you know, obviously he doesn't have like a PC or a new consoles or anything. He has a Switch. It's it. And he, he's a big Guardians fan. He's a Guardians comic fan before the movies ever came out. So he wants to play this game. But it's the question, does he want to bite the bullet and get on this cloud version? Uh, my answer is no. Uh, there is way too much going on for this to be a cloud game on the Switch. I'm very hesitant of any buying anything that specifies cloud version. I agree. Because all that means is we couldn't make it work on your hardware. Bingo. And that that is basically this game. Because, man, I was uh, I was doing a section of the game last night when we were leaving um, the rock where the Nova Core was. And just hordes of enemies as I'm trying to break our ship free to leave. And as I'm playing that, I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, I need to text Josh immediately after this and tell him, whatever you do, do not buy this game for the Switch for that cloud version. Because there was so much happening. And, like, and that's just in general, man. Like, flipping through... And using and making sure that you utilize your abilities, whether if it's just like you know left, you know left trigger X to just start flying, left trigger square to throw my or circle to throw my grenades out, you know, and then also doing you know left bumper, uh, you know left bumper, you know square to hit. Um, I think that one's uh, I think that one's Groot, you know, to use his abilities, whatever. And keep in mind, you know, it keeps going down to a further tree. All your guardians can all get four abilities. So as you hit the right trigger to open the guardian menu, you hit. Square to initiate Groot, and then you have to hit one of the four buttons again to initiate what ability you want to do. So I will say in that regard, I feel like this game would probably be really good on PC. I have not seen a PC control like layout of how the buttons are on there, but I feel like it's I feel like there's so much going on for just a controller. But even though that's the case, like it's kind of jarring and difficult at first once you get introduced to the guardians and it's going to continue to get difficult as i continue to unlock more abilities yeah, but once you get the hang hang of it it's really not that bad it's gonna say just hearing you hearing you describe how you have to you have to initiate the menu then initiate which one of the who yep. you want it to be and then initiate what ability you want that seemed i kind of understand why if you're gonna have a bunch of different abilities for different yep. characters that you're can that you're basically just activating while they're doing other things that just 
by nature of it, it's going to be clunky. It is. It is. Um, it's not. I, I've personally always felt like the Mass Effect character menus to pull up to use like a bit, a big wheel and the, every character has a shit ton of abilities. I always thought that was a little bit clunky, but more streamlined. It's more straightforward. But it's just the fact that there's so many. So in the heat of battle, you're just like quickly hit this menu and scroll around, hit what you want to hit for each character. This is thankfully very quickly it does not pause the game That's almost what, that was what i was about to ask yeah it does not pause the game but it severely slows the game down so oh, okay. that does make it better that was it does make it better in that regard and you know like i said once you kind of get the hang of it it's really not that bad and get, i say that now i don't I, I only have unlocked a second ability for two characters so i have two characters of the guardians that have two abilities keep in mind they all get four so two of my characters still only have one ability, so it makes it easy. So I don't know. You got you got you got in the heat of battle when there's especially when there's a lot of enemies going on. I guess you just need to really pay attention. Your your brain's got to be rolling because you're like, all right, I need to use this build. I need to use that. Build, I need to use this. Need to use this. And I will say it is make it a little difficult because I have found myself in those situations of where it's like I see everyone's abilities up. Like, all right, let's do this. Let's do that. And I'll get like hit or something. It's just like, oh shit, my bad. I'm trying to dodge and do this at the same time. So it is a little difficult. Um, but I mean, I'm also just a bad gamer. So, I mean, I feel like a good gamer would probably be fine. Okay. Here's a question I'm going to ask. Cause I haven't watched anything on this game yet. Mm-hmm. In the, when they showed the game initially, my, one of my biggest concerns was it felt like you weren't doing, like you weren't doing any damage against anybody. All, it all came from using the abilities of other people. Is it still like that? At the beginning of the game, a little bit. It's not as bad as what we saw. You can still do some damage. It's not. It's not like uh, you're just kind of sitting there, like literally almost, playing chess, almost just like, like a Pokemon trainer. Yeah, it's like you're, <laughs> you're just kind of sitting there. It's like okay, well, I'm sitting here, I'm shooting at him, but I'm doing nothing. I might as well be. I might as well be shooting with a fucking water gun or something. It's not that bad. Okay. Uh, I, at the beginning of the game, it may feel that way. Uh, you, you're you're still doing damage. I'll tell you up front, it's not as bad as what we saw. You're doing damage for sure. So it but, fe- it feels like you're being meaningful to the yes. battle, not just I'm all I'm doing is waiting on this cooldown over here. Yes. Okay. And um. As the game is going to continue on, you're going to continue to get stronger. Uh, I'll go ahead and say this because um, I don't feel like it's a spoiler. It happens very early in the game, uh, within like the first two or three chapters. And plus, when you literally start up the game, it shows you the controller layout when you're starting the game for the first time. Like, here's your button layout. It literally already says what the fucking buttons are going to be, which I feel like that was kind of a spoiler move because as soon as I read that, I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? And then I found out. So as the game goes on, your guns, you end up getting different elemental abilities. Yeah. Yeah. So like you have like the ice. I've now unlocked electricity of fire and wind. So as you get those as well, okay. you can flip between like it's the two. It's the um, for me, it's the right triggers, normal shoot and the right bumper is the elemental shoot. So between that alone, you can do some serious damage because like I, I, I'll have like these weird blob monsters that has a spike in it. Throw ice on that the blob the goo gets frozen immediately fire a shot goo's gone and lock on kill that thing instantly so i do feel like i'm doing damage okay which is nice that is something that you know obviously we did have a concern about yeah that was that was one of the first things i noticed and i'm like this all looks great but it looks like he's doing nothing yeah no that that is in my opinion taken care of and as you continue to go on and get your upgrades and stuff it definitely you you feel meaningful for sure now one thing that i do 
overly love about this game just because of my diehard love for Mass Effect is I love the downtime between the missions when you're on your ship and you just go talk to all the members of the Guardians because that that sort of stuff is what made Mass Effect so great was being on the, the Normandy talking to everyone and getting all these different dialogue options and just you know, like where you're going to go with it. I enjoy that. I, I do enjoy the quick reaction moments uh, in conversations where it'll pop up like X, you know, it'll pop up square on the screen for me. You know, you click it and then you get to choose one way or there or you can just choose to stay silent that's your choice and that will have impact on you'll pop up at the like the right corner of the screen where for example we saw this in the initial reveal where you can throw rocket across this chasm i threw rocket yeah it's just like well how are we gonna get over there it's like oh well we could do this and drax picks him up it's just like well i could just throw him and he and Dra- you know, rocket's getting really fucking pissed and uh you know i chose to throw him and star was like yeah dude just go ahead and throw him you'll be fine you know it's like yeah you'll land on your feet and then he like, he just hits the ground and uh, peter's just like oh maybe that maybe that only just applies to cats and it pops up the screen rocket is furious that you let drax throw him so that's all cool i enjoy that there there was one part uh when you get back to like the nova uh nova core rock whatever you have like a helmet on you're listening to something and you can choose to say hello is this thing on or say quiet or stay quiet and it pops up the guardians agree with you that staying quiet was a better option so that sort of stuff is great the conversations are great and just the conversations in general are honestly fantastic i love just like I've enjoyed just sitting there on the ship, just standing completely still and listening to two characters bicker back and forth. It is hilarious to me. Uh, I love how literally almost nonstop everyone is cursing at every other word, but it's like their space talk. So like flark is fuck. So everyone is saying, Oh, you gotta be flarking kidding me. Or are you flark hole or whatever? Nonstop. And I enjoy that. Cause obviously it's just them cursing. Uh, there's, they have an alternate word for shit and ass and everything of just space talk. And I really enjoy that, you know, with some of the interactions, one of my favorite ones so far is like, uh, it was me, Gamora and Drax going through this one area. And, uh, you know, uh, we're hunting like a creature and, uh, Peter's just like, so did you guys have any pets as a kid? And uh, Gamora's like, I had an eyeball in a jar. It always looked like it wanted to blink, but it, ne- it didn't have eyelids, so it just couldn't. And then Peter's just like, okay, moving on. Drax, did you have any pets? And Drax is like, but I'm, I kind of want to talk about the eyeball. You know, just stuff like that is just very funny to me. Uh, when you go meet, like, our main antagonist, Lady Hellbender, uh, she knows who Drax is. It's like, Drax the Destroyer. And she starts, like, talking him up and stuff. And Drax comes over to Peter, and Drax's like, Peter Quill. I think that she's flirting with me. And Peter's just like, and you can choose how you, you can like either say, Hey, I'll take the lead or go and encourage Drax. And I encourage Drax. And Peter's like, I don't know, man, just put the fucking move on moves on her or something. Fucking go flirt with her. So it's just stupid shit like that. It's just very entertaining, you know, walking into the bathroom on your ship and Groot's in there with your toothbrush. And you're like, is that my toothbrush? And Groot's just like, I am Groot. And just shut, slams the door on your face. Same thing with Rocket. You open the bathroom. Rocket's got your toothbrush. It's like, why are you guys using my toothbrush? And Rocket's like, oh, it really gets into the small areas. You know what I mean? And then it slams the door in your face. All of that is fantastic. The gameplay, like I said, it does feel a little cluttered because there's so much going on on a single controller. I feel like if I had like the Xbox Elite and it was mapped to the Elite with the bumpers, you know, on the back, I feel like that would probably make the gameplay a lot better. So if PlayStation had something like that, that'd probably be pretty sick. But just on a standard controller, it does feel like there's a lot going on. But once you get the hang of it, it's really not bad. And so far, the story 
is very entertaining. The chapters are quick. So, and I know the story is probably like a 20 to 30 hour completion, which fine. That's about what Marvel Spider-Man was, depending on how much exploration you did. Um, So I think I'm on like chapter seven. So the chapters are not long. They're not like a red dead where there's only five chapters across this massive game. It's like a bunch of like pretty quick chapters, which isn't too bad. Uh, It is also kind of interesting as you're going through the different areas. If you choose to go off the map and kind of like, all right, Hey, I see some, you know, materials. Let me go grab that and, you know, go explore, you know, people will, you know, get mad at you. Like rocket has zero fucking patience for you. Zero. You know, where you, like, you go off and then, you know, go check this out. And Rock's like, oh, what the fuck is he doing now? I was like, oh, is he going to fucking call us over here? Oh, guys, look at this. This looks so cool. Like making fun of me and shit. So that's all. It's great. Like if, if you like Guardians in any capacity, you like like the interactions that we've seen, like the movies or the comics or whatever, you're going to love this game. Like the interactions are honestly fantastic. And the gameplay is very entertaining as well. The, you know, of course, is what you would expect out of Guardians because of what the movies did. The music in the game is fantastic. It really, it really sets the mood continuously. Like, uh, you have the huddle up ability, which is which is pretty entertaining because you can fuck that up. Uh, where you huddle up, it's like guys, huddle up, and everyone comes up and they're talking about the fight that you're in. Where they're, you know, if in one way, if they're like, man, we're really kicking ass. Yeah, we got this, we got this. And then depending on like you know your option, you can fuck it up. Where it's just like. You know, Gamora, like, Peter, what are you talking about? We're winning. And then it's just, you know, everyone's just like, no, you're an idiot. And they'll, they'll run away from the thing. It's just like, what way to read the team, Peter. So when that happens, you get the buff, but they don't. But then if you do it the correct way in the huddle up, everyone gets a buff if you, like, inspire them to continue on, whatever. So that that is that is all entertaining of just how much people will shit on you on a consistent basis. But, I mean, it, it's really fun, though. All right. Yeah, because I've been – I forgot this game was coming out. Until I saw you, you uh, messaged me. I think it was. I think you sent me a message yesterday saying you were pick, finally getting it. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that did come out." So it's like this. It's one that I'm. I'm curious about. I would get it. I would get it. I mean, I, I know you liked, you know, Spider-Man. I know you liked the story direction there. Uh, this is a very heavily story-focused game, which is is a good thing for Marvel games, in my opinion. I, I think you would enjoy this game. Yeah, I can I want to get it. I just don't know if I want to get it right now. Cuz I've, I've, I've got a, a lot, lot going, going on. on right now. I got New World going on. Uh a new league on Path of Exile came out. I just started on Age of Empires 4 and then I've been trying to sneak in some Back for Blood as well. And it's Yeah, well, you have a lot. Well, that <laughs> and then uh, uh another game that I play is Gloomhaven Digital Edition finally came out like with the 1.0 story mm-hmm. like campaign mode and i've been playing that with one of my buddies as well so it's like i got a lot going on right now yeah dude it sounds like it well when, when you get some free time i definitely give this game a pickup i i really think it's worth it i mean I, I would say right now if i had to rate this thing out of 10 um honestly i'd probably like an 8.5 i mean i am legitimately enjoying this and i guess it's because i, f- I feel so many mass effect vibes to some like the, the general like ship and how the interactions go and just the interactions between characters that was always my favorite part of the mass effect series so i would give probably an 8.8.5 right now you know my opinion could change as we continue on with the story uh, i may go up to a nine um, but I mean, it, I, I'm not going to probably say this game's going to be a 10. I will say that up front because one knock that I do have against the game is just how cluttered, a, you know, playing on controller feels again. I don't know if it could be better on PC. I know it obviously came out on PC. I don't know if, you know, if it's all going to be perfectly mapped out on, 
a keyboard or not. I, I have no idea, but I mean, it does feel like there's a lot going on for a controller. You know, again, if it was like an Xbox Series Elite sort of thing where I have the extra paddles on the back, it might be better. Uh, it might it might feel a lot better if you could map it to the paddles. That'd be pretty cool. But uh, I, because of just how cluttered it kind of feels, it probably, it, I'm not going to give it a 10. I'm just not going to get a perfect score. But it may get bumped up to a 9, depending on how the rest of the story goes. But All right. Um, I think that'll do it for this episode, though. Pretty good episode. Um, John, do you have any last thoughts um, before we get out of here? Oh shit! I was gonna, I was gonna try to do Zach's normal like rundown. <laughs> I, it all, it all went away as you asked me about it. I, I honestly, I don't even know it. I mean, he he does it so well, like off the top of his head, kind of like I do the intro. I feel like I do the intro as a copy paste repeat pretty well, and he does that thing very well also. Yeah, the uh, fun being on here this episode. Uh, maybe maybe Zach will decide to he can come in on the next one. But yeah, maybe. If you made it this far, uh, appreciate you. True. Do, this do, is the longer one. Do the stuff. Uh, the do do the stuff like the subscribe if you want to, or click the bell. Yeah. Whatever whatever your platform allows. There you go. That's what he that's, says. That's, close enough yeah that's, that's one thing that he says yeah yeah just like comment subscribe hit the notification bell or whatever your platform i think that's what he says yeah that's what he says yeah it is what it is also you know for everyone that watched this on youtube hopefully it's not terrible <laughs> i did my best with the cameras i did notice there I, were times i, I thought fucked you, up. i thought you were gonna make me do it i got over here and I, I went i don't know where it is but it's gonna be rough i i did my best i mean i feel like there were times where i kind of fucked up and i left it on me too long or you too long but i did try so i mean hey a for effort i guess maybe like a c plus for execution but anyway hopefully you enjoyed this episode um make sure to check out the other podcasts like anime plus uh terrible football show talking about movies and stuff etc uh if you want to support us again patreon square we do so don't feel like just be a friend tell a friend shout out to andy once again and uh until next time guys have a good one see you